Welcome to Restoring Immunity. Today's episode is featuring a Jimmo pet story, and I am back accompanied by my dear friend and colleague and Jimmo pet expert, Susie Killian. Hello, Susie. Hi. Hi, Lauren. It's good to be here with you again. Susie, it's really good to be back. I love talking about gymos and pets. I love spending time with you. And we just had a little previous conversation and have decided to take a little detour on today's topic. Are you ready for it? I'm totally ready for it, yes. (laughs) So this is interesting because we've been talking about extracts for the central nervous system and You know, Susie, when I approached you about this topic, there were two extracts that we use commonly for um, adults, um, and they are oats and hops. And um, right away I got, you know, I'm not really into this with pets. And, And in my mind, I really got that for hops. In fact, hops is in a very special category all on its own. We may find a use at some point. Um, for pets, but I wondered about oats, and um, now I just heard you're using it with Mr. (laughs) Bojangles. (laughs) I am, I am, yeah, I, you know, I'm a slow processor, Lawrence. (laughs) Very healthy. (laughs) When I first was thinking about oats and animals, I I just at first I couldn't quite see it, you know, and I don't I don't know why. But anyway, it's really amazing because I have found myself I'll talk about Mr. Bojangles for sure, but I found myself um, suggesting it to a lot of my animal clients recently. And I guess I'm finding or I'm feeling some common thread or some common theme there um, in relation to oats. So with Mr. Bojangles, I mean, I briefly, I think we spoke about him before, but. But maybe we should fill our our listeners in on who is Mr. Bojangles. Right, right. So Mr. Bojangles is a a little Chihuahua mix, I think, um, that I rescued. Um, maybe it's been six weeks now or so. And the story is that he was found abandoned in a motel room in Los Angeles. And, you know, nobody knows for how long, but I mean, he was definitely emaciated. And so, you know, we don't know his past, but I suspect it wasn't good. And he was brought up here to Portland, Oregon. So, I, um, you know, took him on and because that's just the kind of dog I would be inclined to take on. (laughs) And um, so the thing about Mr. Bojangles is that despite what I suspect his life was like, I did not sense any fragility really per se in him. You know, he just... Mm -hmm. He seemed like he had a a fairly strong sense of self. And despite the fact that he probably experienced, well, of course he experienced trauma. He was abandoned in a motel room. I also didn't feel like for his nervous system that it was affecting him in the way that I might consider White Willow for, 
you know, so for him, um, I think that I, what I started him on was um, walnut for yeah. a sense of protection. Yes. You know, just that overall nice, beautiful sort of, you know, se sense of grounding and protection. So I, I started him on that, but you know, he's really sort of, he can be snappy and, and he can kind of snap at my cats under certain circumstances. And so while he does have a strong sense of self, there's still something else I feel that he could benefit from, you know? And mm -hmm. yeah, so what, I mean, I, so I then started really thinking about oats because of how you beautifully describe it, Lauren, you know, and people should listen to that podcast for sure, is this deep sense of rootedness mm -hmm. that the plant itself has. Mm -hmm. And so when I kind of think about Mr. Bojangles and, and some of these other animals, I feel like maybe that is a piece that he could benefit from kind mm -hmm. of infusing that deep, deep sense of groundedness so that, and combined with that sense of protection so that he feels safe, sure. you know, so that, sure. he, yeah, so that he doesn't feel like he needs to act out or be snappy or, mm -hmm. you know, just, mm -hmm. I'm just, mm -hmm. that's what I'm kind of thinking yeah. about. Yeah, Susie, I want to go back with some questions about Mr. Bojangles, but let's take a moment and like, I'd like to share with our audience here uh, at least a brief summary of how, the picture of Oat yeah. as a GMO for humans. And we can see it and use it in children as young as 18 months old. Um, it does, when you think of the Oat plant, it has the deepest roots of any um, grain and grass and um, what the extract provides is a couple interesting things that may come into play for Mr. Bojangles situation so what we know it offers humans is this adaptogenic action particularly for stress whether that's emotional physical or mental stress it also um, gives this sense of rootedness. I'm here, I'm okay, things are gonna happen. I mean, think of that oat plant being blown around. Things are gonna happen and I'm gonna be pushed this way and that way in the world, um, but I'm, I'm me, I'm here, I'm rooted. And then here's something else that's really interesting about oat is in that rootedness, we no longer um, respond so reactively to others' emotions. And folks that need oat or could benefit from oat are folks that are picking up other, others' emotions. And I can't help but think of what Mr. Bojangles is picking up from your cat. Like, <laughs> get out of here, buddy. <laughs> I can tell you what they're picking up, what he's picking up, yeah. Right? What are you doing what, in my What state? are you doing here interrupting exactly. our harmonious and, environment? <laughs> and my question is, um, when Mr. Bojangles so bringing this back to this specific circumstance, when he came home, you didn't see this snappiness right away. Am I right? 
Um, no, no, I think, yeah, I, I think because at first he was like, oh my gosh, I'm in a new place. What, you know, sure. what's going on? Where am I? I'm getting my bearings. Although he did it fairly confidently, <laughs> but um, yeah, sure. yeah it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't so much as it is, as it is now. So it's almost like he knows that he's living here. He knows that he's living with other cats, but it's almost as if, you know what I'm sensing with, with Oat, Lauren, is like, I feel like it's this sense of having the rug pulled out from underneath you sort of feeling, mm. you know? And then like that situation could really benefit from Oat because sure. of that deep, deep rootedness. Sure, sure. Like, oops, I have to start all over. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Or like, wow, what? I wasn't expecting that. Sure. Or I didn't sign sure. up for this or yeah, you know, some sort of situation like that. Right. Right. So what you saw, it, you moved along with the walnut. And again, just to remind everyone, we're talking about harmonizers for the central nervous system here. And that's the first layer that we work with in, in humans and also in pets. And we're doing that because we're harmonizing the input of sensory information. And in doing that, we build resilience and we build um, our ability to adapt to situations and, not, and lower the reactivity. That doesn't mean we walk around like Zen Buddhist all the time, but it does mean that we're able to come back to center, come back to center. Right. So uh, right. that practice that's taught in Zen Buddhism is exactly what we're, we're trying to do is, hey, the world's a little crazy out here. Whoop, let me come back to myself. Yes. And so Mr. Bojangles responded really well to the walnut initially. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then what you did as a beautiful observer of the animals that share our home noticed some changes in him and and the first change was this snippiness yes the snip well yes i think the snippiness sort of um kept kind of ramping up i think as more time went on i think that's yeah. what happened so and also his reactions to how he's being picked up or, or how he's being approached, that sort of thing. Because I think in the beginning, it was more adapting to the new environment and the change. So Walnut really made good sense in the beginning, you know, as that can be really good for, for changes and, you know, protecting through that. But yeah, as, as these other changes occurred, I mean, I, and I did notice that it's not really it, it, it really wasn't about fragility, you know, and it, it really wasn't about not wanting to connect. That's just not what I sensed. I just sensed that he needed to just feel more grounded in his, in his own self and in relation to where he is now in his sure. environment. Sure, just to find his place. To find his place, to find right. his place. And I mean, I think that's a, that's a really good other indication that I've been using it for other animals with is just that, what you said, kind of finding their place because 
you know, think of situations where animals are maybe if we if we can say hierarchy, so to speak, maybe right a new child, a new baby comes into the family and the dog or the cat is feeling a little displaced. And how do I fit in now? You know, and, and a sense of just like a nice inner sense of groundedness and rootedness, I think would be really supportive. And I'm, I'm kind of finding that to be the case, you know, with other animals now. Well, this plays off very well to how you were speaking about walnut, um, because walnut is very good when the situations change and, and to feel safe and protected. But once you're beginning to feel, okay, I get it, I'm here, I'm feeling safe in myself, then the next step really is to feel grounded, to feel rooted, to claim your space. And so, gosh, Susie, that makes a lot of sense to me that you would follow up with Oat with him. Yeah, I mean, I'm really looking forward. It hasn't been very long yet. So I think I'm looking forward to noticing some changes in him and maybe feeling like that rug is stable underneath his little paws and not being pulled yeah. out. You know? Yeah, yeah, wonderful, wonderful. And have you noticed anything yet, Susie? Um, I mean, it's pr I'm pretty early into it. Yeah, to be honest, just yeah. really like a, two days and maybe. Okay. maybe. So okay. I think it's. I. Th I think. I think it's deep. I think this is obviously deep rooted, right? Oh, this is for a sure. deep rooted situation. So for sure, and it would be used for a a deep rooted situation. So I. I. I think you know. I'm just going to give it a little time, you know, and see over the next couple of weeks. Well, I think it's it's also important to point out oat is one of those extracts that does take a little bit of time. Yeah. To notice yeah. the effects are subtle, although very deep. Yeah. In in humans, I like to give it about five days. I think before you make a call, mm -hmm. I think that would be about right for Mr. Bojangles too. Yeah, I think so too. And I mean, just to pick up on what you said about, you know, when we're talking about deeper emotions and, and that you said, you know, you talked about how oats could really be indicated for, you know, because we do pick up on other people's emotions and animals, of course, pick up on other people's sure. emotions. And I think, you know, if you, if someone senses some sort of sadness i know that's hard sometimes to extrapolate what we as humans would feel and what an animal feels but you know that sadness is 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 clear to see i think oats really oh, yeah. could come into play for this just knowing how much that can be helped in humans you know <clears throat> you know the the picture i'm getting for a pet that could use oat is one that's less their owner and the grieving, yes. and um, one of the first things that I know we see is um, a loss of appetite, right? They go off their food and kind of retreat. And oat is beautiful for increasing appetite. Um, so there you go. Um, I think Perfect. if anyone's listening, that would be a very good use case. You've you've mentioned like coming into a new environment. We've talked about grief. I'm wondering if there's anything else where oat might be useful. 
I think any, almost any situation where someone senses that the, that analogy of, of having that rug pulled out from under you. So it yeah. could really be any sort of abrupt um, yeah, transition shift yeah. or transition yeah. or change that has yeah. the animal feeling not quite themselves, you know, and I mean, this, that's a, a beautiful example that you mentioned about, yeah, losing an owner. That's exactly right. And, you know, even situations where you might notice an animal because of an emotional state like sadness, maybe retreating a lot mm -hmm. or going off on their own, you know, particularly dogs, which is, it's not so much their natural behavior to not want to be, you know, with their pack. So hiding, mm -hmm. um, withdraw, you know, situations like that, I think oat would be really nice for. Yeah, beautiful. Susie, you've also um, laid out a, a beautiful example of how our attentiveness to these changes, um, how important that is, that we don't just give our pet one of these extracts and put it on automatic pilot like a vitamin. We're watching um, and observing, and we're, we're using them to um, bring about change. So change will occur. And, you know, depending on the extract and depending on the external circumstance, you may have your pet on one of these for weeks or months, um, but, you know, not six months or a year we don't right. do it because life changes their life changes their environment changes and the needs are going to change um and it it just that's part of being a, a wonderful um ally for the animals that share our home oh exactly exactly and i can't stress enough the importance of the animal parents intuition in situations like this and i think people uh, sometimes are surprised even when i'm speaking with them you know during a consultation how much they find themselves tuning in maybe and saying about their animal that they had never really thought about before mm -hmm. so i think i think i really want to stress for people out there to really use your intuition and and just really kind of tune into your animal and you you will be amazed at what you sense and how accurate it will be and then it that will really lead you to choosing extracts you know for any given time and and change it when you when you feel that you need to or you're observing something yeah lovely advice Susie well this was a perfect conversation and I'm so glad that you were willing to just step into this organically. Thanks Susie for joining me. I want to direct all of our listeners to the show notes where you'll find links to further information on gemotherapy, where to buy these extracts and how to contact Susie should you be interested in an individual consultation for your pet. So thanks everyone. Looking forward to being back with you again soon. Thanks, Lauren.